Stephen Cluxton is on the pitch. He is togged out for Dublin. Are you sure he's not a mascot, Joe? I am 100% sure he's not a mascot. Stephen Cluxton is part of the Dublin panel today. I'm surprised as anyone, Joe. Subscribe to the OTBGAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. Football on Off The Ball. With Sky. All the football you love in one place. Across Sky Sports, BT Sport and Premier Sports. John Giles looked back on Ireland's meeting with France on Monday night. John, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Richie. It almost seems like uh, like one of these weeks where that feels like almost two, three weeks ago. Looking back on that France game now, it re- like it's been one of those weeks, and it's been. I think we've dissected uh, a lot of it. But John, what what was your assessment, broadly speaking, of what we saw on Monday night from from the Republic of Ireland in that one 0 defeat to France? I thought it was very good, Richie. I'd say as good a display as I've seen. Uh, since Kenny Kenny took over, um, they we're playing a very very good team as we know. Uh, we were under pressure for a long time, but I thought it was a very very professional f- performance overall. Uh, we went behind to a, to a, a very very good goal as we saw. Mm. Uh, one of our lads made a made a mistake leading up to it, of course, um, but but kept their heads. Uh, it's the most professional performance I've seen from the the team under 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 Stephen so far. What made us stand out from the others for you? Well, I thought we we were under pressure for long periods of the game, but de- but defended well. I mean, the goal against us was a fantastic goal. It was a great shot. You know, you couldn't mm-hmm. do anything about it. Uh, but after that, I mean, we're playing a very very good team as we know, Richie, uh, team that finished runners up in the, in the World Cup, and. Like, I think in previous matches we would have maybe collapsed a bit, maybe lose two or three, four nil. But that wasn't the case here. We came back into it. We defended when we had to, uh, and then got the goal near the end, uh, which was a, which was a you know the goalkeeper it was unbelievable. The, the, the shots, the shots he saved. Sorry, we didn't score. We we, we didn't. Nearly we almost scored nearly near the end, yeah. uh, where. The goalkeeper, you can pronounce his name, Mike Menion, John Menion. Yeah, you know what a save! I mean, we had we two we had two chances. Uh, we had um, a great a great uh, header from Alan Brown, and then an even better header from Nathan Collins. And how we saved a Nathan Collins, I don't know. So, I mean, again, I know it's all ifs and buts, but if we scored at that particular time, then it's a really good result. But I thought the performance was good, and if we keep playing the way we did in a solid manner when we had to defend, we defended when we had a, a chance to attack, we attacked against, again, a very, very, very good team. How much of it was down to the fact that France didn't necessarily look like the same team that we saw on Friday night demolishing Holland? Well, they weren't allowed to, she. You know, I didn't see the I didn't see the, the Holland game, but from what I gather, Holland were terrible uh, in, in the match. I mean, there was nothing terrible about Ireland in this match. I mean, France were very good early on. We had to defend well and did so, and then came back into the game. I mean, that's all. You, that's 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 as much as you can do in the game, and and then it goes to, to the last few minutes, and the goalkeeper's made a fantastic two of my fantastic saves to to save Ireland getting the draw. You know, we get the draw from and it's a great result, but it, you have to look at the performance, Richie. And the performance overall was very encouraging for the future. Because it seems like we've been building to this kind of level of performance. I think from, from here on in, it's going to be a case of can we sustain that level of performance against quote-unquote lesser opposition? Like, I think the levels of concentration 
uh, the Cullen's you know flub and pass aside that led to the goal um, were probably on a power some of the best we've seen from an Ireland side over the past while just in terms of application and sticking to a game plan from 1 to 11 yeah well uh, of course I mean Ireland showed the other night what they can do and it's a question of repeating it Richie Mm. you know like you can talk, we we all talk and everybody talks about game plans, but the the, the the main game plan is when you don't have the opposition, you make it difficult for for uh, sorry when you don't have possession, you make it difficult as difficult as you possibly can for the opposition, and then when you get the ball yourself, you can be as you can, you try to be as creative as you possibly can. That's again that's what Ireland did the other night when they hadn't didn't have the ball, which in the first half was long spells. But they didn't give France anything. Well, they got the goal, which was a terrific goal. But after that, like they got stuck in again. They kept at it, kept at it, kept at it. And then in the last uh, part of the game, got on top. And the goalkeeper had to make two, two fantastic saves to, to stop us getting a draw. This is a, a really top-class team. So I think when you do something like that from Stephen Kenny, anybody manager's point of view, that's, that's the, 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 the standard you've set for yourself now that's the standard that the Irish team have set for themselves mm. now and probably with uh, Stephen will probably stick to mostly the same team and then you, then you now know you have a real team Richie you know what you, what you can do I mean all Stephen has to do in the next match in my opinion is say look play the same as you did against France play the same effort and have the same confidence no reason why not that, that, that's why it was encouraging the other night I mean, we, we could have collapsed at one stage during that game, especially in, when after they scored. But that wasn't the case. So what, what you do is you learn from that. And, I'm, and I think, obviously, Steve, Stephen Kenny and the players will learn from that. This is what we're capable of doing. Now, this is what we have to do. It's a, if we talk about moral uh, victories, um, it seems the kind of textbook moral victory in that they really did put it up to an exceptionally talented side. Uh, particularly when you look at that France midfield they could have run roughshod over Ireland Kylian Mbappe is one of the best players if not the best player in the world and didn't get a sniff um, that really is I guess the, the benchmark for Ireland going forward <clears throat> who stood out from an Ireland perspective for you on Monday night John? Well well, I thought Seamus Coleman was, was, was excellent I mean, I mean we know what Mbappe can do we saw him in the World Cup he can be a fantastic player uh, well he wasn't so fantastic the other night I thought Seamus Coleman did a really good job on him uh, there's no doubt and they had Griezmann playing for them, who's a really outstanding midfield player, mm. uh, Richie. You know, they won the best in the world. There's no doubt about that. But, uh, but, but, but the Irish lads handled, handled that, you know, from our place. I thought we looked solid. I mean, the goal was an exceptionally good goal against us. It was a great shot. But I thought we looked solid. Uh, midfield was, was, was hard working. Um, our... our, our that up front didn't get. Uh, sorry, I'm trusting anything. Evan Ferguson. Uh, yeah. Evan Ferguson, who is, a, you know, we have a goal scorer now. Now he didn't score the other night because he was playing against a really, really solid defence. France were very good at the back. They didn't give much away. Ogbené uh, was good, you know. So overall, the team, the team looked for the first time or the best time for me, Richie, mm-hmm. as a team the other night. Mm. I thought we defended well. We were good in, in midfield. We were we worked hard. Uh, and and up front again working hard so it looked like a team to me and you, you had to, they had to be good having lost the goal 
not to get their, their, their heads down and against a very, very good team. Griezmann and, 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 and Mbappé and, and a lot of other good players in the team. You know, at the end, it was definitely Ireland on top. Could have got the goal apart from a great save from the goalkeeper. So overall, a good performance. And I, I think Stephen can go from there. They've proven what they can do against a good team. And you mentioned early on there about, you know, you, you can't let that standard drop now. Yeah. No matter who you play after that, that standard has to be there. And if that standard is <laughs> there in every match, you won't be playing against France every week. You know, you'd be playing against what's considered lesser teams, but you have to make the most against them, playing the way we did against France. I couldn't believe the, uh, <clears throat> the static. The, I think it was Will uh, on the show the other day. I'm, uh, I'm sorry if, if I'm getting one of the lads' names wrong here. Uh, the brought this one out. But, but like Stephen Kenny's first game in charge nearly three years ago now at this stage was away to Bulgaria. Of the team that started on Monday night, only two started back in that game three years ago so it shows you the evolution that he's brought this team on already and the amount of young players that are there and are able to perform at a level in international football uh, with a very limited number of caps in a lot of their cases yeah. uh, to be able to perform at that kind of level is, is, is testament to the work being done I guess yeah definitely there's no, there's no doubt about that uh, Richie mm. I mean it's three years it, it gives it, it does give you a bit of time to do it but you have to do it uh, and there's young players have come into the team. You know, the, the, we've got some of the older players. Jamie McLean is still there. Uh, and, and some of the top pros. Uh, Coleman, uh, Coleman is there. You know, really, real leader. Seamus Coleman, real leader. So they've got a few good plans. Young lads have come into, into the midfield. We've got a goal scorer now. Who's, who's, who's a terrific lad. Young Ferguson. You know, the lad at the back, Collins, we didn't have Nathan Collins, who's another should be another top-class player. Yeah. So I think things are very, very positive for, for, for the Irish team with Stephen Kenny at the moment. That's great to hear. <laughs> a positive note uh, to, to almost end the week on. You touched on uh, Antoine Griezmann there because uh, just in a, in a more general sense, not even in how he performed against the Republic of Ireland, but to see a player reborn like that in a different position as they get into the kind of autumn years of the career, it's uh, it's quite something to see them excel to the level at which he has in midfield, both in the World Cup and now obviously since then. I've never seen anything like it, Richie. And you've I mean, seen Griezmann a lot of things, as, as I knew him over the years, was striker. Yeah, yeah. Striker and, and, and very successful at it. Scored a lot of goals. Now, I've never seen a striker come back and play in midfield in the manner in which he is playing. You know, he's the man that's getting on the ball. He's dictating matters. He's the schemer. I've never seen anybody do that in football, ever. I've never seen a striker uh, come back and, 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 and do that. It's amazing. Unless, Richie, he was a striker in his younger days. Uh, sorry, he was a midfield player in his younger days. And he, and he started to play up front and was good at it and stayed at it. That's the only thing I can think of. Now, now that he's got older, and I think Deschamps has put him back into the middle of the field, uh, he's outstanding. I've never seen anybody as a striker come back into midfield and play the way he can play in the middle of the field. That's why I think he, he might have started out as, a, as, a, as a, a midfield player, but obviously was played up front and was very successful doing it. But now that he's older, he's obviously, and he was in the World Cup, as we saw, he's really, really good. I've never seen anybody do it before, come back into that position. 
that's uh, it's quite the praise coming from yourself. What do you think he uh, contributes to that? Like, do you think it's a case of if you've been a player up front for so long and you know the kind of service that you would like as a player, does that, you know, in an ideal sense, um, contribute to your abilities as a midfielder because you know the kind of balls that strikers might want or yeah. you know the kind of balls that your other midfielders might want so you will have if you've got anything about you in terms of football intelligence you will have logged all that and know how those in front of you want to play and you'll deliver them that kind of service yeah definitely but what, what do you find from playing in midfield Richie it's, it's so, sometimes when you well a lot of times when you play in midfield it's not necessarily uh, delivering the ball to, to the striker, do you know what I mean? There's lots of other things that you have to do to 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 take the ball off the back, you know, get into the position to receive the ball. And, and what really you have to do as a midfield player is connect the back to the front. And sometimes that's just getting on the ball, getting get into a nice position, give it out to the winger, or get it back and start again. And then sometimes uh, put a through ball through. Do you know what I mean, Richie? The through ball is one element of the game that you have to do as a midfield player. But there, there are loads of other situations that you have to do to be the complete midfield player. And that's what he is doing. You know, obviously he'd, he'd have more knowledge of this, of, of, from his time as a striker, how to deliver the ball and where to deliver the ball exactly. Uh, but, but there's lots of other things you have to do in the middle of the field. And from what I see of him, he's doing, he's doing them all. Yeah, he's, um, his, his work rate, I think that's why maybe has surprised a lot of people because you kind of have this notion of, of strikers as being selfish uh, because they almost have to be, in a sense. Yeah. Um, but from a midfielder's point of view, like you have to service literally everybody within your radius. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And he can do that. This is what surprises me in it. Do you know what I mean? Like, as, as a striker, he was very, very successful. scored a lot of goals. And, uh, you know, looking back on all the strikers that I played with and against, um, I can't remember any striker that could do, come back and play in midfield the way he does. You know, I just, and then I know I'm repeating myself, say, maybe he was always a midfield player. Sure, yeah. That was just successful. As I know, early on in these early days, one of the men said, right, you're going to play, you're very good up front, we'll keep you up front. Are there any strikers down through the years that you can think of that might have been able to do a similar job like that? Uh, Is there anybody you could have looked at and thought, or even, even going from a different position, did you ever look at a player and think, yeah, you don't really actually suit where you are at the moment, you would be much better... Whether you manage them or not, you think they'd be much better somewhere else. Yeah, well, that that, that usually happens um, with um, uh, sorry defenders. I've seen a few centre forwards in my time become a centre half. Funny enough, yeah, you know. Um, but but they mostly uh, what they say in football: it, the further you go forward, the harder it is to play. You know, in other words, and I'm not taking anything away from defenders, but it's actually easier to play as a defender because because all the game is in front of you, Richie. And of course, they have to, you have to have uh, assets as a defender, good in the air and a good tackler and that. You know, but I've seen I've seen over the years, um, you know, centre forwards becoming centre halves. Yeah. Bobby Moore, for example, in the old days when you played, you know, when you had two wing halves, Bobby Moore was a wing half. Good one. He was a good one. But when he went back to, to playing in the back four, he was different class altogether. 
is that is that an issue of timing in that you kind of have more in front of you there's a little bit more space in which to play than you would because you're being hassled and harried and you're trying to be dispossessed yeah. by playing on top and there's a bit more you, you can almost be a little bit more cerebral when you're heading back there and Bobby kind of seems like one of those players who would have benefited from that oh definitely yeah. definitely the, the further you go back if you have the the, the the assets to do it if that's the right word mm. it's easier uh, Richie because when you obviously if you're playing at the back most of the game is in front of you yeah. You know, when you're playing up front, the game is be the, a lot of the game is behind you, and the hardest thing in football is to get is to get turned round. When you're at the back, you're facing the, you know what I mean. You're facing the play all the time, yeah. so you read it from that particular particular position. You obviously still have to be good at do, doing it. But Bobby Moore was a midfield player uh, who had a certain amount of skill. So when he went to the back, it was much easier for him. And, and usually, you find with with players. When they when they move in position, most of them are successful when they're moving backwards. Yeah. In other words, if it's a centre forward, he goes into the middle field. I've seen centre forwards sometimes go back to centre half. Richie Kenny Burns, I think, did that with Forrest, didn't he? I think I, I think, I think he did strike originally, and then Clough signed him and went. Do you know what? You'd make him much better centre half because like, oh, there was quite a few of them. Now yeah. I can't think of them at the moment, but in my time, there was, there was quite a few lads that played the centre forward finish up playing centre-half because again like they usually play centre-forward especially in the old days when they were good headers of the ball yeah. and that Richie now obviously if he went back to centre-half he's still a good header of the ball but everything's in front of him uh, Did anybody ever try and deploy you elsewhere other than midfield? Did anybody look at you and go do you know what John I think you could do a job of right back No No No, <laughs> no I wouldn't I, I, I didn't have the, the, the physique for that uh, Richie I, you know, I wouldn't like a fullback. You do have to be a reasonable size or a yeah, good yeah. header of the ball. But anywhere else on the pitch, like did anybody say? Well, know, I played on the right wing of Manchester United. There you go. Yeah, uh, but only because I couldn't get in in in, in the team <laughs> at at, uh, at midfield. When I when I went up as a young fella, like there was Bobby Charlton and they bought Albert Quicksall. Yeah, yeah. uh, right. So what I what I what there was a, a space or a position on the right wing. And one day in training, I went out on the right wing in the practice match to show to show Matt that I could do a bit on the right wing. And I did get in the team. And then I was regarded... I was never a right winger, really, Richie. You know, I played in the Cup of, and luckily enough, for Manchester United. It was my last game for them in 1963. Uh, I could play in the right winger, but I was never a right winger. Yeah. Uh, when I went to Leeds, I was regarded as a right winger because Bobby Collins was playing in that position. But when Bobby Bobby got injured in that, and then, then, but midfield was always my natural position. I only played on the right wing for Manchester United because I'd rather play on the right wing in the first team than play midfield in the second team. I can imagine, and excuse me if I'm wrong here, the later you went in your career, if anybody had suggested you move out of midfield, the higher your eyebrow would have gone in response. I would have hated it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, was a, I was always a midfield player from the yeah. time I was a kid. I, I, I played on the right wing because it was a conven- well, not convenient for me, but it was the only player that played into the first yeah. team. Yeah. And, and, and I'd rather play on the right wing in the first team than sent in, in midfield in the second team. That's that's course, that's what yeah. happened. So for a while, I became a, a, a known as a midfield, uh, sorry, as a right winger. I was never a right winger. I, I, I eventually got back 
into me, what, what I consider my natural position in, uh, at Leeds when uh, the great Bobby Collins got injured yeah. and I took over from him. I guess it, it, in, in that aspect it's kind of making the most of your opportunities and we've seen a little bit of that. That's what, that's what Griezmann has done. He's seen others come into the forward line and thought if I am going to be in this team maybe I do need to withdraw a little bit more. Yeah, it could, it could well be. It could well be, uh, Richard, you know, but, uh, like, but I, I didn't stay as a right winger. Hmm. I was okay. I could play in that, but I played. I was lucky enough. I played in the cup final of Manchester United on the right wing. Uh, at, at that time, as I said, it, I, I was coming through the reserves when they bought Albert Quickswall for a record fee. So there was no way I was going to get in there. Yeah. And Bobby Carlton, Bobby Bobby Charlton, the great Bobby Charlton, you know, was was the best player I ever played with. There was no way I was going to get in that position either. I, no? I think he did okay ultimately in the end. Well, I think uh, it all worked out. Not not too not too bad anyway, too Richie. Bad. Uh, John, pleasure as always. Thanks so much for taking time out to speak to us this evening. Football on off the ball with Sky. All the football you love in one place across Sky Sports, BT Sport, and Premier Sports.